I think the whole LifeWire community is uh, still mind blown by the things that Caleb uh, showed in right. his uh, in his uh, last talk. Yeah, and I'm I'm going to use some of those uh, those features that he uh, that he showed big time mm -hmm. in uh, in all of our code bases because PHP the right. docs itself right they are not that horrible good. horrible <laughs> they are not that good they're exactly. like exactly they're like examples on there which you shouldn't do which are so, unreadable exactly. i think if, if somebody's uh listening to this it might be a very large but good hobby project yeah to just create do a, yeah. the php docs from scratch again So I, I got a mail, okay. uh, I think it was in, in January of that year, oh, wow. by just someone in, in India just asking me, if I'm, can I go, uh, can, can you come to my conference? So I googled uh, up, uh, up the name right. and yeah, no internet presence. Mm. The conference was the first time that it was organized, mm. no internet presence. So yeah, imagine that you get a mail just from somebody, somebody. in the world come to my place and you don't find anything right um then coming to there can be a little bit scary because you don't know yeah what is going to to happen here exactly but i asked uh, the the uh, the the organizer can i can can i bring a couple of pals with me and then i brought uh, marcel and frederick right uh, with me and yeah we were like in the beginning we were a little bit nervous like is this really going to go true is isn't this uh as a scam or anything <laughs> but when we when we got there right. it was just amazing it was it 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 all was uh, was legit it was an mm -hmm. uh, awesome conference well organized and we enjoyed it very much right <laughs> so that's yeah. that's that's why you are in love with india and uh, indian conferences right yeah, 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 indeed, indeed. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm looking very forward very much to to come back because yeah, this time it will be a little bit different than uh, than the previous yeah. times, right? It's it's much bigger now. Yes. Uh, the conference. Thousand. I think the first the, the first time it was like eighty people or something, and now I I see uh, messages that there is like a room over a thousand people. Uh, so, yeah. uh, freak, I always ask this question to every. Uh, guest in my podcast is like which is your native language tell me first that and then teach me one hindi or oh, sorry not hindi one word from <laughs> your language then i'm going to uh, teach you one hindi word so that whenever you will be here like for the laracon india you can use that word okay so uh i speak dutch so i'm going to teach you to say hello everybody in uh in dutch, dutch. right yeah. Okay, in Dutch, it's called Hallo Iedereen. Hallo Iedereen. 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 Yeah, it's close enough. <laughs> I think people will understand it. Hallo Iedereen. 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 Yeah, that is. Wow. Hallo Iedereen. Yeah. Hallo yeah. Iedereen. <laughs> yeah, so if you Ooh. give like a talk in Belgium or in Holland... Mm -hmm. Then you can use that Hello, to start people. your talk yeah. and everybody will love you. <laughs> Great. So, so this is amazing word, uh, which is uh, for starting something. Now, connected yeah. with this, I'm going to teach you super simple Hindi word. 
and uh, it's not actually hindi but we generally use it uh, in, uh, indian people use it and uh, you mm-hmm. may know this word from a super like giant company in india which is famous in all over the world do you know about the tata group t a t a yeah the tata group is is pretty big right yeah, yeah. now so <laughs> actually in india when you say bye bye so it's like we can mm-hmm. we can say tata Ah yeah okay so it's it's tata tata so tata yeah. means goodbye see ya like that yeah so you start with idhen like hello idhen and when you finish idhen. your uh, talk you will say tata tata <laughs> okay that's how i'm going to end my talk sure. in uh, on india yeah yes okay yeah. let's get to the serious things uh, so freak um just quickly tell me like how you started programming and why you got into programming because i have heard that you have started programming very late in your career so uh, mm-hmm. just quickly tell me why why that transition in your life in your career is it true like you have started very late well that that actually isn't true i think you you heard wrongly because i actually uh knew very, from very early age that i wanted to to do something with computers wow okay um i think uh maybe what you what you might have heard is that i started with html and php kind of late but i started with programming earlier on okay so yeah i i studied it at uh, at uh, at high school wow Uh so I I knew I knew I knew yeah when I was little my parents uh bought a computer and I immediately know like yeah this is, this is what I what I want to do this is this is this will become my passion wow. you know yeah. I I still have like a very early memory mm-hmm. uh that uh, on the command line we I we we did something like 3 plus 3 and the computer said 6 and my mind was blown like wow <laughs> this is a wonderful machine yes. to do stuff like that and then came like little games and little computers um my uh my parents also bought a Mac and on a Mac in earlier days you had this amazing program uh which isn't available anymore and it's called HyperCard I don't know if no, you ever heard no. about HyperCard. Hyper It's like an amazing program from 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 the past that uh didn't make the cut to to OSX. So it's very simple. Mm-hmm. It's it's basically just like a stack of cards. It's just a screen and then you can draw little buttons and say to the computer what should be done when you push that uh that button. Okay. And the simplest thing is go to the other card hence the name hypercard you can go to cards and then you can make like a whole program in in that way oh wow and that was like yeah i i did a lot with that so you could draw things mm-hmm. on cards mm-hmm. and put like uh labels on on on, on cards yeah. and also yeah have something typed in and then uh evaluate that when you when you push the button it's really a very simple programming language right. uh that uh, that was in there and i toyed with uh with that uh, a lot so, w- so so when you started uh, at what age you started with laravel uh, not laravel like php html um i think i started i, I think my first contact with php but this was not in a professional context mm-hmm. uh yeah and now i'm going to show my age a little bit uh was i think in in 2001 2001 or something like yeah <laughs> so i think that was like php 3 or 4 mm, or something okay. like that 
Um, but that that was just for toying around a little bit with it. Okay. Uh, but I didn't get like uh, a job mm -hmm. with that or anything. So the first job that I uh, that I held and which I held for like seven years mm -hmm. uh, was as a COBOL programmer with a big bank. Okay. So I did, it's something very different from uh, from web programming. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it was nice. So 2001 is really early, like when internet or I can say web 2 has just begun. Yeah, indeed, yeah, indeed. Right. Good, good. Uh, it was it was very early days from from the internet. I think yes, yes. The first version of Firefox was was going to be released. I still uh -huh. remember playing with the betas of of Firefox, Firefox and which was like the first mm -hmm. yeah big I different browser that you could use uh compared to yeah explorer right. uh, at the time right. yeah. okay so you have started in 2001 and now you are like king in php or laravel world with lots <laughs> of amazing package but i want to know uh, like when and how you made your first dollar or i can say the euro yeah um <laughs> yeah, i'm going to show my age again here <laughs> because uh when I made like my first money, the, the euro wasn't there uh, okay. yet. It was uh, the Belgian franc. Uh, we only got euros like a, a year after or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was with like my job as a as a as a COBOL programmer. So mm -hmm. uh, I I still remember like this is the amazing feeling. I've programmed programmed something mm -hmm. now for for like a month, mm -hmm. and now I earn some money with it. And now I can do with that money whatever uh, I I want, which is like uh, a very nice feeling the first time you you earn something. Yes. And I still remember that yeah, the the first thing I did with that was like buying a sound card and some audio equipment to to record uh, some stuff with it. So it, I wasn't with like I'm going to be intelligent with this and save some money on the bank. No, I just immediately bought stuff with it. And the next yes. month I saved uh, stuff. Uh, okay, good. But it was a pretty good feeling. So how much yeah. How much was your salary at that time? Like obviously converted to dollar, if you can say. <sighs> I don't know exactly anymore. Um, yeah, I think you need to create another package just to convert from franc to euro. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. It's 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 a long time ago since I have to had to think about like these uh, yeah, the, yeah, these obviously. numbers and a conversion rate. So uh, yeah, okay, that's so that was just a joke. So uh, how you landed into Laravel? Obviously, you started with the PHP in two thousand one, yeah. and so how Laravel came into your life? Um, well, uh, Laravel came a little bit into my life in a period where, um, yeah, Spassi already existed, where we with Spassi were getting bored of PHP because <laughs> there was nothing happening in the ecosystem mm -hmm. at all. And we were transitioning to Ruby. Okay. Um, and I actually made a couple of, uh, sites in, in, in Ruby because that's where like, all the freshness and the positive vibes were coming from at that days. It was still a little bit difficult because, yeah, I didn't know, know um, um, I didn't know Ruby well. I knew PHP well, but yeah, the ecosystem was was getting a little bit uh, stale. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, I think the first contact that I had with Laravel was through a blog post uh, by uh, someone you probably also know. Uh, he's called uh, Dries Vince. Yeah. He uh, discovered Laravel and he um, uh, had a blog mm -hmm. where he shared what he was learning himself oh. about that framework. And I, I I started learning about that very... I, I, I learned about this blog very early on because his first post was uh, also exploring routing, like how do I add a route, Which stuff like that. Which version of Laravel was that? Uh, I think 4 was uh. in... In, in, in the work. So it was okay. like one of the first versions of Laravel mm -hmm. uh, where you could install packages wow. into. There was still some documentation around. I think it was called bundles mm -hmm. or something uh, before Laravel 4. Right. But I never worked with those bundles. I always worked with like the, the packages. packages uh, that's that's, stuff, that's uh, why you are package king. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. that, that wasn't intentional. That was a little bit accidental. But yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah, obviously. So... Uh, as I told you, I am not going to talk about what was your first package and how much package you have. But I want mm -hmm. to know, like, you have so many packages. And mm -hmm. have you ever thought of making money through the packages only or creating a premium package? Like, I, or I don't know if you already have some of the packages. We, we actually have some. Yeah. Uh, the 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 big majority of the, the packages, they, they are free, yeah. uh, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are a, a few paid ones uh, as well. Uh, for instance, MailCoach. Mm. Uh, it's now a complete platform, but it's also a self-hosted package. Good. We have Media Library Pro, uh -huh. which are upload components for Media Library. Mm -hmm. We made uh, Laravel Comments, which is a set of uh, LiveWire mm -hmm. um, components okay. uh, to to render comments. So we we have a couple there, and there are also. A couple who are a little bit of in the gray zone, I I would say, mm -hmm. um, because they uh, try to bring in um, users to our other products. Mm -hmm. I think like um, something like Ignition or Flare uh, falls yeah. a little bit into that category as well, where people can use it freely and they provide tremendous value. Mm -hmm. But there's a little bit of an incentive to to look at at one of our other products as well. Right. So yeah, it's a, it's a little bit. A little bit mixed, mm -hmm. but I like to have like the vast majority free mm -hmm. because with that, with those free packages, we can build up our audience. Mm. And the bigger our audience is, the more people uh, take a look at our paid products as well. Exactly. So those those uh, those free packages, they they aren't going away mm -hmm. anytime soon. So it's like creating the free package is just to uh, uh, spread the awareness about this party and the team or you and how you create the packages and once you build yeah. the audience then you can launch a paid product which will going to change the people's life obviously in a positive way and uh, people will going to trust you once they know how you do what you do and at which scale you will be able to do things so free yeah. products is just for for that reason isn't it? Yeah, right? yeah, indeed. Yeah. And uh, then now, now you make it sound like this was like our plan from oh. from the get go, <laughs> but this was absolutely not our plan. Okay. This it is like 
I, I call our audience uh, internally always the accidental audience because it wasn't really intentional to build that up. Mm -hmm. I, we made those packages in the first place and we still create those packages in the first place yeah. uh, to, to use in our own projects. Mm -hmm. So all of those packages, they, they are used internally in one of our stuff. And the fact that we build up an audience with, uh, with that is just a very pleasant side effect and a side effect yeah, where we where we built a part of our business uh, on nowadays. Right. So any new Laravel project or even the older one is incomplete without the package from a Spadi team <laughs> from you. So <laughs> it's it's like uh, it's like if if you are uh, preparing a food, it's incomplete without the salt. So he it's <laughs> you you're creating salt for every. Uh, Laravel <laughs> project, really amazing. But uh, thank you. Yeah, obviously. So creating uh, free uh, packages in our industry, we call it open source. So have you thought of like scaling this uh, open source thing and uh, promoting this open source? Because so many packages as free as open source you can become a brand ambassador for open source. So have you ever thought of like promoting or educating people about the open source or have you ever done these kind of things? Um, well, yeah, uh, I, um, I've a couple of years ago, I did a string of talks at conferences like why everybody should, uh, should be in open source. I should, um, give open source a little bit a chance or or work a little bit on open source because i don't see any downsides uh of this yeah uh, at all there are only like uh like positive sides you learn something exactly uh you get feedback from this um as a human it's good to know that you're not isolated but you're operating in a in a community with other people that you can help and others that can can uh, can help you right. it's also a good way to be thankful for all the things that you are given as a programmer i mean we we work with open source every day i our entire career is built upon it php Marvel. i i haven't i haven't coded one single letter of php yet i make money off it yes. and built my entire career and happiness exactly. uh, on it so i think it's normal that you also try to give back exactly. uh, a little bit with this yes. as well. Yes, that, that's... And my talk at, at Laracon, uh, at Laracon uh, India is actually going to be a little bit about this. Um, oh, amazing. I'm going, I'm going, to, I'm going to talk uh, a little bit about how you can uh, get like inspiration mm -hmm. uh, to create open source or packages because yeah. I feel that a lot of people always struggle with, yeah, how do I find ideas? Mm -hmm. Uh, to program yes. and I tend to think that I'm pretty good mm -hmm. with uh, getting ideas so I'm going to share a little bit where I get my ideas from and maybe that helps others to start exactly. uh, programming yeah. in open source. That's really good uh, and educating well. people with open source is really important in today's life because most of the people are going towards the paid thing and uh, if open source is not there we will obviously not able to make our career operate as you said and uh, 
the the best part i like about the open source is like i have learned how to create packages by seeing your packages obviously not me most of the 90% people have learned how to create packages from your packages apart from that how to write the classes how to write tests how to structure how to name the variable every how to's of this programming comes by seeing the packages or maybe just the open source uh, products we'll, we have on our github and that's why open source is so great so amazing and that's it's not just solving problem it's educating people it's giving employment a lot of things only happen only possible because of the open source thing we have in our industry yeah indeed yeah um i i'm going to show my age uh, yet again <laughs> i uh, still remember the world where github just didn't exist and where i just wasn't um able or i just didn't knew the right channels to view other people's code uh, at the time apart from my colleagues and yeah i think uh, stuff like uh, uh github played like a tremendous role in yeah um uh, yeah, boosting exactly. uh, open source just by making it easy to see yes. other people's code. Right, right. So you said this, I'm going to expose my air a lot of times. So I just really want to know what's your age. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> am I going to say this? Am I going you, you to say You can say this? you are 16. No. <laughs> I, I sometimes i feel a little bit like that. No, I'm, uh, I'm 42. It's wow. not that old, but I, I, I think... I think I don't feel that at all. I make that joke a little bit because uh, it seems like I uh, interact a lot of lo lot of times with people that are that are younger than me. And yeah, uh, I sometimes get nicknamed like uncle in in <laughs> groups where uh, where I operate. You know, no. and I, I still I, I still also remember being like the youngest in a group of workers. But that time also as as uh, as long gone. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, everybody becomes a little bit older <laughs> the uncle word remind me one incident from my youtube thing my uh, like uh, my family called me ankur so a n k u r ankur. yeah ankur now yeah. Uh, now uh, in earlier days when i started the youtube <laughs> i was saying like hello welcome to bitfumes my name is sarthak and uh, you can also call me ankur now this was released, many videos were released and people were complaining, hey, uncle, <laughs> good to know that you're, <laughs> you're, uh, you are also <laughs> called uncle. <laughs> I'm not uncle, I'm Ankur. <laughs> I, I said, okay, uh, now from now onwards, I'm not going to call anything. I'm Sarthak, that's it. No uh, Ankur or uncle. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> keep it simple. Yeah, keep it simple, bro. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> it's funny. Okay, so uh, as you said, you have now some premium packages. You also have amazing products. So, what was your first ever SaaS product and how you, like, how that idea came into your mind? Uh, that's a very good question. So, the, the very first one uh, where I uh, worked on, it actually was, wasn't uh, inside of Spassi mm -hmm. because... I, we didn't, I, or I didn't see it as like a very big thing, um, but it 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 grew, uh, it grew uh, a little little bit big, uh, I would say. 
is a product called Odir, which is called, which is an an uptime I, uh, monitor. I remember. I think in 2018 when we were uh, on the same conference as a speaker, you showed me mm-hmm. some upgrade version of Odir. Uh, yeah, it, it could be. Yes, yeah. yes. I think it started indeed in in 2018. You you showed me. Yeah. Uh, we just celebrated our five-year launch, Ooh. so yeah, you have seen a very early version yes, of yes. Uh, of Odir. Then, uh-huh. yeah, indeed. So it's it's yeah. an uptime monitor. Yeah, it's it's a it's an uptime monitor, but um, it it it's it's basically now I think five or six products in one because uh-huh. with the most uh, most of our competitors who do monitoring. Uh, they just um, monitor your homepage, and when your homepage is down, they will send you uh, a notification. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Odir can do that too. But where Odir li- really shines is all the rest that it does. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't only monitor the the uh, the homepage, but it will actually crawl your entire site. Oh, and it will let you know when one of the pages of your site is down or when a link isn't complete wow it can also monitor scheduled jobs so if you have scheduled jobs and one of them didn't run on time then it can send you notification like hey your invoicing job didn't run on time Uh there also there's also monitoring for application health so one of the things that it can do is um most laravel people are familiar with uh, horizon Uh, right to see if the 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 queue jobs yeah Manage queues, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Odir can can monitor that too. So if there's something wrong with Horizon and all your jobs stop, uh, Odir can t- tell you as well, like, hey, Horizon um, is uh, okay, is down. You down. should probably yeah. do yeah. something about that. Or if your hard disk is like 90% full, mm. like the hard disk of my laptop right now. But if that happens on your server, mm-hmm. then it can also send you a notification. So it's, it's, it's become it's become quite quite big because i yeah love working on it and i've uh, worked uh on it mm-hmm. yeah for the past 5 years yeah. uh always in the evening it's 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 a it's a passion project right, for me right right yeah really good and congratulations for this amazing product i have seen it i, I really like the logo you have it's a, it's kind of hat i think yeah, that's the old logo. Oh. We we did a redesign, I think, uh, three three months or three months ago or something. And but the old one was indeed with with the hat and with uh, the uh, the little uh, little monocle uh-huh. that uh, glass with uh, with with uh, with one eye. Mm-hmm. I just but it's uh, it's a little it's a little bit more polished now. I just uh. saw the new logo. Is it designed by Kaneko? Uh, no. no, no. This is this this one. There, there are a lot of uh, logos designed by Kaneko, but uh, this this one isn't. Uh, yeah. Because I, I recorded one podcast with Kaneko, and he was like, I created all the all the majority of projects logo, and he taught me like how to think like a designer. But I didn't get that. <laughs> I'm developer happy. <laughs> yeah, same. Here. Yeah, what Kaneko did and what he did very good was uh, create a couple of logos mm. for. Uh, some of our open source yes. repositories. So we created logo for uh, our backup package, wow. the once yeah. package, I think the permission package as well, mm-hmm. and a couple of more, uh, which is really nice Great. of him, I think. So uh, talking about the ODR once again, so what is the current pricing or subscription plan for ODR? Uh, I think the lowest price right now is, I think, $15, $15, okay, $15 per, per month. month. 
Uh, yeah, and, and you get like a couple of months for free if you do a yearly subscription uh, like most right. services. But when you have launched it, what was the pricing at that time and how you decide the pricing for your product? Because pricing a product is really tough. I'm also working on my side product and we yeah. always fight, like me and my partner always fight about what should we have <laughs> for the pricing? How do we launch it? So what was your uh, thought on this? That's a that's a a good question. Um, so, oh dear, the the whole launch process and the whole process of of thinking about it as a business was really unprofessional. I think how we did that <laughs> because it was really uh, yeah a hobby project, mm -hmm. and we didn't have like a formal business plan because we we had no costs because uh, me my buddy uh, Matthias who was uh, also programming uh, Odir we just did it in in the evening mm -hmm. and yeah we we already had computers uh, we didn't have to pay for our time to anybody because right. yeah we were just doing it ourselves in the evening so yeah we were luxurious in that way that we didn't have like uh, or a need for a business mm -hmm. uh, plan um and the only thing that that we did was like tweet about it and start a mailing list uh, uh, on it. Mm -hmm. So we we built again a little bit of an accidental audience uh, with that, and me working in open source certainly helped with that. Mm -hmm. And on the on the, on a certain evening, uh, I think uh, yeah, I think early January two thousand eighteen, I think. Mm -hmm. I think, I, I don't know if, if Matthias said it or I said it, like, hey, isn't it stable enough? We should just launch it. We didn't have like a launch plan. We just decided, hey, let's just launch it because it just feels good. It just works for, for us. We, we, were, we were using it for our own, own stuff. And then uh, there was one problem. We didn't decide on pricing, pricing just yet. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I think I said a number and Matthias agreed. And that was it. Uh, so it was very easy. I think in the beginning it was, uh, I think five dollars, wow. or we only charged euros at yeah, the yeah. time. So it was five five euros. Five euros. Mm -hmm. And for I think two sites uh, to monitor two sites, and that seemed like uh, good to us. So it was really just mm -hmm. on a on a on a hunch yes. decided. <laughs> and when I look uh, back to it, I think. Yeah, what what we did just just decide like half an hour before you're going to launch it. That's maybe not good. Yeah. But what I what I do find good about uh, this mm -hmm. is that don't think about pricing too much mm -hmm. while you're building it. I right. think after you've you've built it off or you made something that you want to launch, mm -hmm. then you can look back and think about what is this worth. Wow. You know, if you uh, think about pricing beforehand and you don't know exactly yet what you're going to build. You don't have a feel for it. Right. And I feel now that if you decide on pricing beforehand, mm -hmm. build the stuff, you still have to think about pricing again to see, mm -hmm. to check, is the price still right for this? Exactly. So don't bother with, with thinking about it beforehand. Just think about it uh, when, you've, when you've built it. Right. Now, I think you should have if you do it 
professionally a little bit of a business plan beforehand that you have mm, like good. a ballpark figure right. about how you're yeah. going to charge this yeah. so because you don't yeah. do exactly as i do because people <laughs> don't know like when you are creating anything you don't know how much value this product is going to provide for some people and uh, pricing yeah. should be based on the value not on the feature or not on the like product what you have created it should like yeah. if it is solving big problem you can charge more if it is solving uh, yeah. the problem which is not that big but still you want some money you can charge less and later on you decide that okay this is doing good i can raise and try that for that i'm also trying and yeah. following this but your insight is really good that don't think on the pricing first but uh, and if you really want to think about pricing have a proper business plan yeah i think yeah you should take everything i say a little bit with a little bit grain of salt uh but uh, if if i may take another example mm -hmm. like for instance like the larval comments package yeah. before we 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 did that i i knew like i know how to build this mm -hmm. and i had some help with a couple of colleagues for the front end stuff and they also knew like this is how we're going to build it okay. and then we thought beforehand like ballpark how much can we charge for this and how many people do we think to reach for this but it this was just like a 10 minute discussion or something okay then we built it mm -hmm. and then we had like the big discussion like how much is this this worth the thing that we've built and then we have something concrete mm -hmm. to uh, to look at right right so freak once again you have amazing product lineup from the flare the meal coach and odier and a lot more i didn't remember exactly what are the these but so you have so many products and packages obviously <laughs> you are indulge in the giving talks you like music you create courses you create amazing things over the internet you talk to people you are active on twitter how do you manage your time how do you do all these things together <laughs> i really want to know what is your productivity mantra <laughs> uh well i'm always a little bit of amazed of of uh of people that say that uh, as i consider myself a little bit lazy <laughs> i would say <laughs> if this is lazy i want to become lazy <laughs> yeah. uh because yeah i i don't feel that yeah i can see when i look back that indeed i have a lot of things i can be proud of Yeah. Uh, but you should also know that there is like uh, a world class team backing me uh, okay. with these stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't create these products uh, all by myself. I don't create these courses or packages all by myself. Uh, my colleagues at Spasi uh, also help me with this. And yeah, without them I I wouldn't um get get this much done. Uh I would say. Mm -hmm. And the the other thing is that yeah, I do a little bit every day i guess you know um i think my trick is not to try to yeah try to it to always try to be like mind blowingly good or uh, a, a product that will blow everybody's minds you know i've worked on like for instance odier which yeah. is an uptime tracker that's not really a mind blowing idea or something wow. i just executed it it very well with passion mm -hmm. and um and, and and with eye for detail i just made that that pretty good um and yeah yeah i think 
on on moments where I'm like on a high, where I feel where I can be very productive, yeah, I can do like a lot uh, in a day. Then yeah, I get in the zone and it just flows out of me. Mm-hmm. But I also know that these kind of periods they are not constant. With every period where I get like very productive, there's a a period of being less productive. Exactly. And the trick, I guess, is to recognize that a little bit. And on those days, mm-hmm. not stopping. But, but also doing a little bit, but not too much, and knowing that like energy will will flow back. Yeah. And I think that that just that recognizing that flow helps me to um, to just constantly do a little bit. Also on on my low energy uh, moments, I can still do maybe boring stuff, but I'm still doing doing some stuff. And yeah, then it's basically just repeating that for a couple of years and. Yeah, after a while, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I can also see like, hey, it's it's pretty cool. But mm-hmm. uh, but I've built uh, with yeah. that. Um, it's yeah. it's like it's like being consistent for whatever you are doing, yeah. and uh, do things little by little, and don't think about perfection or don't think about something crazy. Just do what you love, and uh, do yeah. it consistently, right? Okay. Exactly, and also do it for like the right reasons. I, I've, I've, I've mentioned it already. Uh, I think that I've built up like an accidental audience. Yes. I don't think I would have succeeded in getting an audience mm-hmm. if getting the audience was like my goal my from, yeah, yeah. from 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 the start. Uh, maybe my audience would be bigger and I would be better in that. But I personally, I don't believe that because that doesn't really interest me uh, exactly. that much uh, to have like a big audience it's it's nice that it's that it's there now but it's not like my my prime motivation to do to do stuff um, so talking about the audience how how many uh, subscriber you have on your uh, newsletter uh, i think it's about uh, 10000 now or Whoa, something that are blowing. that are subscribed to the newsletter 10000 that are subscribed super, yeah some, super. something like that <laughs> yeah really really great so back to the time management do you follow the pomodoro technique not really i know of the the pomodoro technique but uh no not really it, it just it just isn't isn't for me uh i think um but remind me that's that's where you uh, set a timer for yourself yes. for like uh 15 or 20 minutes it's a short period exactly. and and then it stops right Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it I, I can imagine that that uh, works for certain people, but it, I feel like I have like enough. How do you say that? Um, um, I've yeah enough character to just be in the zone and uh, also remember like now I should do some uh, something else. Uh, so yeah. when I heard do, about do you do that? Yeah, when I heard about this Pomodoro technique, I was like, yeah, this is really good. But 15 mm-hmm. minutes or 20 minutes is very less time. I just need 10 mm-hmm. minutes just to go into the project or yeah. start like making my like body and mind stable. So I try to make it from 20 or 30 minutes to one hour. So I started a timer of one hour, then start doing things. And if I need, I restart. So it's not like hard code that I have to cancel. Uh, I have to stop. Uh, I can just uh, extend it, but that just remind me that, hey, if this is enough, if you have done enough thing in one hour, 
you can switch mm-hmm. to something else or you can just take yeah. a break because taking break is really important for your health because we are sitting for long hours it's not a proper blood flow in our body so that's that's a good thing but as you said it's like i have tried it but never been consistent on pomodoro technique but i can say yeah. that it's really good and effective yeah i think if it works for you you just just do it uh, you know whatever yeah, whatever yes. works uh, yeah whatever works is good good for it's like uh, if the code is working don't touch it yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes yes okay so uh, freak uh, you know there is a word or there is a saying in uh, it world or programming world like php is dying everyone is saying like php is dying but we mm-hmm. know who are working in php and laravel we know that it's not even dying it's like going up all the time with every release it's mm-hmm. really mind blowing every version of php is having something which we are excited about so mm-hmm. uh, what do you feel what is the future of php like next 5 year what you think we will be able to do with php and what you which feature you think that php should have it very soon Oh those are all all great questions. Um yeah where PHP will be in 5 years. Um I'm an optimistic person mm-hmm. so I would say like in a better place than in an even better place uh than it is now. I think PHP is pretty good nowadays, you know, compared with how it used to be in the earlier days. It's speedy, it has modern uh features. So I think for building like a, a a very good app where you just enjoy working in it yeah PHP is already there uh I think and of course I have a list of of things where uh that I wish would be in in the language yeah like- uh, I think uh, this list is shared with with a lot of people like the the pipe operator uh-huh. I wish we we had that I wish like we had like um like an even uh, like a better type system in php where we could have things like uh like generics and and typing your arrays mm-hmm. um but you see that like the yes. the community as a whole is also finding that yeah. uh, more important what what i think as as one of the most important things that have happened to php mm-hmm. and i think laravel is certainly yeah one of the big proponents of that mm-hmm. is that like having like a good developer experience exactly. is like really key to yes. to get this uh, going and it seems obvious very very much now to mm-hmm. to us in the laravel ecosystem yeah of course we need to have dx but this is the last time i'm going to say I still remember the days but I still remember the days where dx just wasn't a focus at all yeah where it you had to be like a scientist and it mm. needed to be it 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 felt like it needed to be uh exactly. difficult and I hope that in the next 5 years mm-hmm. that 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 need or uh that that people realize in outside of uh our ecosystem that they also realize like dx is really key yes. uh to make um to make like better systems you yeah, know right because right, uh, exactly. with better dx comes better maintainability comes nice. better code comes better features it all mm-hmm. depends a little bit on that yes. so if people who are listening doesn't know about dx dx means the developer experience like the developer who are using 
the PHP will be happy by writing the code. And yes, with the recent version, we have seen that I really happy with the arrow function came to PHP yeah. and some null coalescence things and many more like the new constructor, how, how you create the constructor is really mind blowing. So a yeah. lot of things which are making developer happy and if developer will be happy then uh, you you will see some amazing results from the developers from the creators that's yeah. that's really true and i also want to have some of the features from the javascript in in php and which one, like one is arrow function we already have here and some of the other things which like template literal kind of things do we have yeah. something like that in PHP? I didn't remember. Well, we have. We can, uh, we can do that uh, with double quotes. Um, yeah, we have double mm -hmm. quotes for that. And actually, uh, what uh, they do in uh, JavaScript, so with the with the backticks to have a literal. Yeah, yeah. We have that in PHP as well, but it's really dangerous. So if you do something in the backticks in PHP, mm -hmm. um, then it gets evaluated. Uh, oh. So, uh, but not 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 eval, but it gets executed as a as a command. Ah, uh, so you you invoke a bash command with yeah. that. Oh. So don't do that because it isn't safe uh, to do that. Yeah. I see. But if I may may add one more thing that I wish that that PHP would add, mm -hmm. and this is not a language feature mm -hmm. feature, but I hope that like in the next five years will have like better documentation for uh, PHP language itself because PHP the right. docs itself right they are not that horrible good. horrible they are not that good <laughs> they're exactly. like exactly they're like examples on there which you shouldn't do which are so, unreadable exactly. i think if if somebody's uh, listening to this it might be a very <laughs> large but good hobby project yeah. to just Creator. Do yeah. the PHP docs from scratch again, exactly. beautifully layout with right. a section for newcomers, right. with good examples, with modern things. Exactly, that exactly. would be like amazing to mm -hmm. have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think the one one reason of Laravel being so famous and so great is the documentation, which Taylor yeah. always focus more on documentation when he is releasing anything. And that's so true that like I really love the documentation of Laravel. Like if you if you want to do something, just go type search. It's all there. You have external links. You have examples. And over the top, we have Laracast. We have communities, people like you and others. So I think the community which is having the core PHP community should focus more on the documentation or maybe not just the documentation but some resources which make the learning curve or entry curve for php more smooth and more easy that will yeah, actually exactly yeah help help people for for uh, adapting php more uh yeah. yeah maybe we'll we'll talk again in five years and we'll see sure. if that has happened uh. <laughs> yes yes yeah that's a good idea <laughs> maybe we will we will talk about this question every year we will when we do the <laughs> podcast or whenever we meet okay so time to finish up uh, with some quick questions uh, freak it's really yeah, sure. really great so what do you think is the future technology and i can say like which future technology you are super excited about and why? Oh, that's that's a that's a good question. Uh, I think the the one that is uh, closest to coming to coming is uh, the 
the third version of LifeWire. I am uh, mm, yeah, very much I'm excited by excited. that. I think the whole LifeWire community is uh, still mind-blown by the things that Caleb uh, showed in right. his, uh, in his uh, last talk. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to use some of those, uh, those features that he, uh, that he showed big time mm-hmm. in, uh, in all of our code bases. And another thing that I, I'm le- really looking forward to, uh, and it's very close, it will be released, I guess, um, end of January, starting February, is the second version of, uh, of PEST. Uh, there are some yes. very nice features in there as well, mm-hmm. and I think um, Nuno is going to yeah spoil you all with demoing all those uh, new features mm-hmm. at Laracon India. Yeah. Oh, amazing! So you revealed Nuno's talk, talk title, <laughs> and you have revealed yours also. <laughs> <laughs> but I will try to uh, publish this podcast uh, once your talk is uh, announced. Okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah, that will be really great. So, uh, next is a quick question, which is going to help people. Like, do you read books? And yeah, wh- read which books. kind of which kind of books do you read? Um, I always try to swap between uh, like fiction and nonfiction. So, for every fiction book I read, I try to read like an, a non-fiction uh, book as well to have like a little bit of a variety. Mm-hmm. And I try to read one book a month. Oh, so wow. I have like uh, uh, this schedule or like this um, this wish mm-hmm. of every year of having read 12, 12 books. books. And I'm doing that now, I think, for the fourth year. So the last oh, three years I've, amazing. I've, uh, I've read uh, 12 books. Right. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> I really love book. You can yeah. see from here. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but my, my taste is more on motivation and business things because whenever whatever uh, like need me, I just search for mm-hmm. that kind of book. So initially when I was looking or going into the programming, I need the motivation. So I was reading motivation books, but now I need to do the businesses and I need to create the product, sell it out. So I'm reading the that kind of books. But yeah. From you, I want I, yeah, I want <laughs> to know any three books you will going to recommend to the developers who are listening to this talk. Um, let's see. I think like the um, I think it's it's called uh, the Clean Code. I think wow. by by Uncle Bob. Uncle that's like super. That's yeah, a a, a classic book. It's uh, it's really good. I I feel like uh, it's a holy book of a programmer. Yeah, yeah, because there are so many things in there that yeah seems normal if you have a little bit mm-hmm. of experience. But I really wished I read it like ten years earlier Same. because there are so good uh, good tips mm-hmm. uh, in there. Yeah. Um, what's another big book? Um, you know, I'm 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 not going to say like you should. Um, I'm not going to recommend a book that I read, but you should rec- uh, read a book uh, like that. Uh, I think in the past year, I read a book about um, world politics, uh, the history of the last 50 years. Oh. So like history of uh, yeah, what, what happened in the world, in all the countries, mm. not only viewed from... Uh, from the Western perspective, from from other perspective as well, mm-hmm. because I 
at school i don't know how it is in india but yeah we had history lessons yes. but those history lessons yeah they stopped in the 80s because yeah i was taught like in the end of the 80s so there was no history mm -hmm. and i wanted to have like a catch-up so i read like a very good book that was uh, written by a, a, a belgian professor mm -hmm. that really explained like these are the big things that are happening in the world right. and this is why they are happening oh. and some of these things you don't you just don't know because they're just like big things mm -hmm. and you 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 only follow the news in in small bits and i would recommend to also find a, a good book about that like what is happening uh in 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 the world in the so world. you have like a, a better perspective on on why and how things uh, are happening yeah, yeah, in the world exactly yeah yeah okay so it's also third one, one. So the third one, so I've uh, done like a programming one, uh, one uh, non-fictional non one. So I'm going to do, do a fictional one. Mm -hmm. um, I think a series that I really enjoyed uh, uh, reading mm -hmm. uh, was a, a sci-fi um, um, string of books uh, called The Expanse, uh, which is about like... Um, uh about in the near future mm -hmm. that uh, people are uh living in space a little bit mm -hmm. uh, mars is inhabited yeah. there are people on colonies you still have earth uh -huh. and you have like these political things around these uh, three things okay. and you have like uh everything is told from the perspective of like uh captain james holden and his crew mm -hmm. who uh, have various adventures in uh, in that world i think in total it are nine books oh, but they are really wow. really good so you yeah. have read all nine books yeah i've read oh, them all after God. each other it uh <laughs> it was really good there's also an excellent uh, tv series made out of it who uh made the books really really proud i think yeah. i it's it's really uh if you watch a tv series yeah sure the, the adaptation is is uh is pretty good okay yeah. I, will, I will find so, it yeah sure i, I i'm yeah. having great interest in the space and the future technology so this one this yeah. series i'm going to look at it but i will not able to read nine book series <laughs> i'm not freak <laughs> <laughs> just read read a little bit every day and you'll uh, get there I'm, I'm doing that same thing with my books so but nine series is <laughs> really yeah it's, it's a it's a lot it's, it's a, a lot, lot. Yeah. yeah it's a lot even if you yeah. complete one book a month that will take nine months anyways yeah, yeah. uh yeah so freak we are at the end of this podcast and uh, i'm really happy that you came here and uh, we got Thanks. lots of insights but if I have to take one thing from this podcast, I will take it, as you said, do things little by little every day and don't try to create amazing product at like single day. You can create things awesome just by being consistent and doing what you love in a positive way. So yeah, yeah, indeed. Yeah, so really, and then really with a little bit of luck, you you'll you'll at at some point you'll do something amazing without you even knowing yeah, it. Exactly, you know? exactly. Yeah, so that's really good. So this is my take from this podcast, and hope you have learned or you have enjoyed this. So freak, yeah, we sure. are going to meet very soon at Laracon India in India, and uh, we will have a blast there. I'm sure we will. Uh, sure. I'm looking forward to it very, very much. Uh, yeah. So tell the audience like where they can reach if they have any question to you. 
Um, I think the, probably the easiest way would be on uh, on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Just uh, Freek Murze. Uh, I'm there on Twitter. And if uh, Twitter blows up for any any reason or something, it could, could <laughs> exactly. happen any day. Any day. Uh, you can you can reach me on my blog as well, uh, freak uh, dev. Subscribe to the newsletter, yeah. and yeah, I'll send you a mail every month with the stuff I'm working on. <laughs>